drink beer. Think beer. You're listening to Broodblood. Hey, welcome to Brewballs episode 103. We are here live at Intrinsic Brewing, Smokehouse and Brewing in Garland, Texas today. It's my first time here. Have you been here before? It's my first time as well, but it is not our guest's first time. No. Seems like uh, Jennifer here is here all the time. (laughs) (laughs) She seems like a a celebrity walking in here, knows about (laughs) everybody that's here. And judging by the tweets, the the animated gifts of just Intrinsic cans going back and forth. Oh, Oh, yeah. That too. They're delicious. They're delicious. This is actually um, my second time here. I've had them a few times out and about in Dallas. Um, but now that I've come here, there's going to be way more happenings here for sure for the bearded lady. So let's talk about the bearded lady. You're contrary to popular belief. You don't actually have a beard. You're not a circus performer. Yeah. (laughs) Have you thought about growing a beard or maybe like a fake strap on? Beard, like a Lincoln beard or something. Just she's just she's clever like us. How you do a play on another yeah, term, know. you know? Okay, <laughs> very well, punny. Yeah, I've, I've thought about like making something out of hops. Um, yeah, and then I just got a tattoo instead because I thought it was. A little yeah, it's cool. a pretty wicked tattoo. I know did she's you, pretty fresh. Did you design that yourself? Actually, re- something really cool is that um, one of my patients slash artist made the Deep Ellum Arts Festival poster. Have okay. you guys seen that? Uh, no, I don't. I no, haven't seen he's it. He's a really good artist, um, and he actually put it all together for me. And she's a logo now, but he designed the whole thing. Yeah, and that's awesome. Then I got my artist and Wichita Falls to put together. So let's talk about the bearded lady. You've been blogging. How long have you been blogging for? Oh, a long gosh. time. It's been like almost two and a half years now. So <laughs> at least two years. And you go all around Texas, and well, basically, it seems like anytime you take a trip, you try to fit in a. It's much like us, try to fit in a beer event or something at least one yeah not like six is <laughs> right my, kind of my minimum but i yeah. do try to go as wherever i go i like to go to breweries and i definitely like to visit all the breweries here in texas so Sorry, when- i'm burping because of the beer oh <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's okay fun, we right? do it plenty uh so when did you first get into craft beer was it something around north texas that got you into it or did you go on a trip and fell in love with it actually um that's a great question I drank a lot of crappy beer. Can I cuss? Yeah, go for it. Okay, I drank a lot of shit beer in college. Uh-huh. And I came home one day, and speaking of my dad, who's over there, I talked to my dad, and I had a Shiner Bock. This is a Shiner Black, I'm sorry. I had a Shiner Black, and I said, hmm, this tastes kind of good. So he wigged out. <laughs> he um, told me that he used to sit me down with my, his friend Richard. And we all sat at a table. I was the one on this side, and they were on the other side, passing me glasses, basically. Seems very confrontational. I know. (laughs) Take this. They were like, try this one, try this one, try this one, try this one. And basically, they had a bunch of tasters out for me, and I was trying each one to kind of see what taste I liked. I ended up pegging on a Belgian-style Victory Golden Monkey, so I love triples and quads and all that kind of stuff. My nemesis, for sure. <laughs> well, not, not quite to the effect of loggers. No, true. Yeah. Um, so, was your, were your parents, were your, was your dad and his friend, were they homebirds at all? Or? Actually, funny story. Um, we actually lived over in Saudi Arabia for a little while. Oh, wow. And, yes, he brewed wine and beer. And we went to homebrew headquarters down here in Richardson. And they okay. had to label it differently for us to go to... Saudi, and they label it as like wheat and grain and all that random stuff. So, were there any in Saudi Arabia? Were there any restrictions about making wine at home? Or, I mean, absolutely, it's illegal. Okay, it's. I was going to say, I figured it's probably not even legit. I didn't know if it was like if you're not if you're a non-Muslim, it's okay for you to drink, but if you are Muslim. Obviously, hands off. Oh no! Stay away. So we were in Riyadh, and that was one of the most conservative places, and so no alcohol, no pork. Um, that was the big. So basically, one. the good stuff of life. Yeah, no, no <laughs> alcohol and no pork. We ended up going different places and um, swinging in. Like we went to this other place, and they labeled the pork differently, just for us to drive over and smuggle. We would smuggle yeah. a lot of things. So Not like only the like illegal stuff here. Sure. Illegal there. <laughs> right, right. What took your dad to Saudi Arabia? Um, he was subcontracting for the government. Okay. Black ops. That's, yeah. No, just, <laughs> common thing that takes Americans to Saudi. Yeah. <laughs> he taught Saudis electronics. <laughs> oh, okay. How old were you when you were in Saudi Arabia? I was ages five to almost twelve. How, so, how much do you remember? Some, a lot. Yeah. Some formative years to be yeah. there too. It was very defining of my, I guess, personality and yep. 
worldliness that I got to learn a lot about different people and different places. How do you think it affected you? I think it affected me great for the most part. I'm sure every once in a while I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't like terrorists. But I don't think anything yeah. does. So. Well, yeah. <laughs> Did you were, you were you speaking English the entire time? Or what, what was the primary language? Was it Farsi? I spoke or? English. They okay. speak Arabic over Arabic, there. Okay. And I actually um, went to an American international school. Okay, so, so it was easy. Yeah, we spoke English. And everybody spoke broken English pretty much. Okay. We're, we're, they know that they can sell things to us. So yeah. We would buy gold, and they know to speak English to us. So, were you twelve when your dad pushed the beers up, the beers on you, mm. confronted you, like <laughs> sample all? That was a little later in life, right. I'm thinking. Well, I guess there I would I was able to try right. some of their stuff. I never was like, oh, this is delicious. I'm like, yeah. it tastes disgusting. It was. I mean, I was underage possibly whenever I tried Shinerbach, but. <laughs> It wasn't when they had their first <laughs> beer, though. Right. Yeah. If you're from but, Texas, and it's not on in a bottle, like a baby bottle. Yeah. You're not right. doing it right. <laughs> Pop that little nipple on there. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> so uh, you came back. When did you come back to Dallas or to Texas? Um, we came back when I was 12. So okay. um, right before or right after 9-11. Oh, okay. So were you born here and you went to Saudi Arabia and then came back? I was born in San Angelo, Texas. Oh, San Angelo. Oh, hey. not far from us in Abilene. Yeah, yeah. We, <laughs> we lived in Abilene for all our formative years, yeah, so yeah, we know familiar. we know the area quite well. Yeah, the big country in the Contra Valley. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Quite familiar. Yeah, competing factions, yeah. big country in Contra Valley. Exactly. Yeah. Nice. San Angelo State was that the big <laughs> right. college? Yeah. Right. Angelo quite, State University. San Angelo yep, State. Yep. Yeah. Quite quite the rivalry going on. <laughs> we used to call the stadium because it looked like a taco, the Taco Bowl. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So was, I remember the time, at least when we were in high school, it was it was bright yellow, wow. and it was shaped like a taco. I purged like that from my memory somehow. I know. Yeah. You're like, I'm forgetting all this. For <laughs> right. You purged all, a lot of things from your memories, though. <laughs> That's a lot true. of substances. <laughs> yeah, you know. Substances. They're useless, right? <laughs> right. It's like, let's delete that. <laughs> so, you have a beer podcast and you drink a lot. It, it yeah. deletes. It deletes that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know? Well, it kills all the like slow brain cells. Yeah, right. The ones yeah, the ones that need to go away anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you've lived here ever since. Mm-hmm. So what, what's kept you in Dallas as opposed to moving somewhere else? Um, really, I went to school in Denton, and then I went to school uh, downtown at Baylor for my dental hygiene degree, and I just haven't moved out yet. Um, then whenever I go visit other states, yeah. I realize how much I love Texas. So I think Texas is probably just one of my favorite states. Okay. And Dallas is getting a lot better now with... All the breweries opening and really becoming, I don't want to say Austin-y, more hipster yeah. is a bad word too, but you know, like it's getting a little bit more culture. Yeah, it is for more sure. More cosmopolitan, yeah. but less, well, plus, less Los Angeles. Yeah. You know, Dallas actually has a lot of neighborhoods that are interesting now. It's yeah. not, don't go over there because you'll be killed. It's <laughs> yeah. actually it's actually fun to go around different yeah. places. Who would have thought Garland has would open right. a brewery and a smokehouse in downtown? Sure, Garland and the I Cedars turning that. around yeah. and, you know, yeah. West Dallas, all that. So, yeah, it's yeah. definitely went, getting a lot better. I went to school around here, so it's yeah. like, oh, I don't oh, yeah. really want to go back to Garland. Okay, I guess I will. <laughs> but then, now I'm glad that I do. So It's nice to see yeah. Garland, because Garland's like a big industrial town mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Sure. It's nice to see some things start to pop up here and there. And same with us in East Dallas. Northwest Highway on I mean, Avenue. We're basically, all, we're almost in Garland. I know. We we're almost when in you Garland. said East Dallas, I was like, they're like yeah. Yeah. down the street. I mean, that whole Garland Road needs just a big brag taken to it. <laughs> yeah. like, but it's nice to see things are starting to turn around and, you know, things are starting to get cleaned up and, uh, you know, places like Good Friend and a former Good to Go can open up and, sure. and thrive. These little niche, you know, small restaurants. It's good to yeah. see. No, it's for sure awesome to see like the Mon Paws opening because I thought that yeah. was only um, available in Denton. Yeah. Sure. Which, that is like the biggest spot of Ma and Pa places right mm-hmm. now, which sure. is growing even bigger, which is amazing because I'm I love Den. That's just my my good spot, and now I'm seeing all of these other things open up, which is fantastic to see these tiny little shops. <laughs> yeah. No, it's yeah. nice. It's yeah, definitely Tom nice. Plano is uh, yeah. seen quite the the resurgence. Oh yeah, it's there packed now. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. It was even just like two years ago. Oh, I wouldn't say it's a ghost town, but it was like there was, there was still the Fillmore and there was uh, yeah, Vickery and a couple open. of the anchors yeah. over there. But a yeah. Yeah. Others, and there were a lot of empty windows. And there was, was that pizzeria that burned down that may okay. or may not have been mob connected. <laughs> right. uh, from what from the backstory I know. What? Uh, yeah. Well, there's well, a there's, mob in play now. Oh my god. Well, yeah, the point. <laughs> it's a it's a very. Uh, I don't know. Dallas Light chapter of the Dixie Mafia, right? <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, my God. No, but it, it was it, apparently it's a shady story, but yeah, that's right. for another time. We can just get um, our Texas politics in order. Everything will be yeah. starting to go well. Yeah, yeah things, are, things are really turning around in Dallas. And yeah. we said that, especially for beer, 
Uh, Dallas has really become a sweet spot because we're in the middle of the country. We used to be flyover country, well, but now everybody, like, with DFW being, like, a primary hub for travel, obviously we've got Toyota and all these other factories moving here, and then all the beer is starting to come here, finally. Yeah. Like Nick well, Cossie, Bell's yeah. recently. Yeah, even beyond that, just, you get, just to cite another industry, you get Five Guys Burgers and Fries, and you yeah. get in and out you know? Yeah. You're just right in the middle of the country, you get all that stuff yes, from the West and East yeah. Coast, all the really good it stuff. amazing. Yeah, I, 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 I really liked out. it. Oh, yeah. Five then, Guys in and out. <laughs> <laughs> sure. We get yeah. a lot of local cuisine. Like, uh, we've seen quite the barbecue resurgence here. I mean, here at Trinsic, just a great example of that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, barbecue has gone undergone a real renaissance here in Texas. Um, I agree. Uh, I mean, even in Dallas, with Pecan Lodge kind of being, like, at the forefront of that. And then uh, there's been Cadillac and Himes and Intrinsic here. And obviously Franklin's down in Austin. Sure. I mean, really... Just took Sonny Bryan's and, and the others and cast yeah. them aside and said, here's how you actually do it. Right, <laughs> right. right. No. It's, it's nice to see. I think where our barbecue competes on uh, definitely a, a national level with oh, St. Louis and Memphis sure. at this point. Yeah, and it's funny because when you meet people from over there, they're like, oh, so do you like beef or pork? And mm. I'm like, um, what does that mean? I like both, but I usually choose brisket. Yeah, they're like, oh, sure. we're like pork people over in Tennessee. I was yep. like, oh, I didn't, even, I didn't even know that. I thought it was just... All oh, of yeah. everything. Pork like, is their big know. thing up there. Yeah. I didn't even know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. big down here. And, and they like their, like, the, is it St. Louis where they like the mustard and vinegar? And Nashville is more of like a wet barbecue. And it's like here, you can actually let the, the meat stand on its own and yeah, yeah, shine yeah. on its own. Yeah, no, you can, which is delicious. With, yeah. I was nibbling this, on theirs earlier without even dipping in the barbecue sauce. So. Yeah. This will all be cut out in the separate barbecue cast <laughs> where we talk about barbecue <laughs> restaurants. We're going to submit this to Daniel Vaughn, the barbecue snob. <laughs> right. <laughs> so when did, you, when did you start the blog? It was couple years ago it was a couple of years ago i was actually um talking to one of my patients of course you know my as you're in their mouth yeah. fiddling around yeah. my hands are in their <laughs> mouth and i was talking about one of my favorite beers and kind of describing it to him and he was like jennifer you really need to write about this and i was yeah. like <laughs> not a writer you're funny i tried yeah i have a personal editor at home so i mean he does everything for yeah. me and so I started with that, and then the Instagram, and then all of it just started, started toppling on top of each other, and it kind of blew up, I guess. And yeah. So I've been just riding that craft beer wave. It's awesome because I kind of started when craft beer was just starting here, right. too. I mean, I started drinking craft beer when it just started sure. in Texas, too. Like Lakewood, no one knew who that was. Right. I went in there. And I kept so, on drinking Lakewood Temptress, thinking it was like 6%, and it was not. And it, greatness, my parents always take care of me. I was chowing down on Fuzzy's Tacos, just drunk with them. <laughs> and I was like, it's so good, so good. <laughs> so did you kind of come along with the second wave? I mean, we always consider Franconia Rar kind of that first wave of crap so, breweries. And yes, probably the second wave. More like Petacolis and Deep Ellum and uh, maybe that era. Yeah, so I drank in Denton like at Oak Street Draft House before they even had the Texas craft beer. So I did like oh. do all the craft beer before, but then I started writing that second wave, I think, when Lakewood opened and all of those. And now I yeah. love Pedicola's community, all of those, for sure. It makes sense, too, because now we have more options to yeah. actually yeah. talk about. <laughs> it helps exactly. quite a bit. So why, uh, why do a blog as opposed to doing, like us, do a podcast? You know, I've been... I. I don't even know the first thing to do yeah. podcast. Maybe this will kind of get me into it. Yeah. I try to dabble a little bit in um, video too, which is hard because you have to edit. Yeah, and it takes a lot of time. Yeah, you have to sit there and like talk to yourself. Yeah. And you're just like, blah, 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 blah. Oh. And you're like, this tastes delicious. And yeah, we've never it. done that. Uh, we've done some short videos, but yeah. at least we have each other to talk to. Yeah, I just have like my phone and yeah. I'm like looking at myself while I'm talking. And I'm yeah. just like, okay, this is really awkward. But so we're trying, I'm trying to get in more into videos, but I know Instagram is like the hugest thing. I do live right. on there. I know it's not a podcast. I probably could save it and stuff like that. But some people enjoy the live on Instagram as well. Yeah. I don't think we've ever... The only live event we've done was that Goose Island one. We yeah. tried it, and it, we had a lot of technical problems. Yeah. I just That's first, people first like, effort. what are you doing? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm eating. This is Thirsty Thursday. Yeah. You wanted me to do it. Here you go. <laughs> so do you do you feel more of like, you seem to be more like uh, an evangelist for the local crap you're seeing than like we are more of reviewers, I guess. We're interviewers and reviewers. You seem to be more <laughs> evangelists. Do you... And, and we're, do, we, we mix in the that? local and the national. I mean, you know, you seem very... Uh, again, you do go around and yeah. if you go somewhere, you pick it up, but you seem yeah. very very into the Dallas scene yeah. and very, very much promoting that. 
so yes, and I think that's my love for Texas. Now, if I do go somewhere else, and people, I mean, I get Treehouse and yeah. I get Trillium. I'm going to totally post about that. Sure. I do like reviewing. Um, it's kind of short and sweet on Instagram. Right. Can't put too much on there, but I, my videos are kind of a review. But I really, I think because it's so easy to get. Yeah. Here, and it's so delicious and I think that they're coming out with amazing things like Intrinsic came out with the Texas Shake and the uh, Can't Stop This and those are just amazing new beers that are Texas is bringing into light that we can do it too right I love that part about it and I'm a little proud of sure. Texas so but I do try everything else and we're going to Europe at the end of this month so yeah. I'm going to be definitely hitting up all the European breweries and stuff like that and where are you going? Um, London and Paris. Okay. Yeah. Try to find the independents if you can. Yeah. The it's, 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 it's a little bit difficult. Yeah. Uh, just okay. They're big conglomerates now in the in the Euro area, especially yeah. at the pubs and the the things pubs, like yeah. that. And they kind of have homogenized a lot of the beers oh, and that kind of stuff. You so. can't find kind them. kind of like our... I don't want to say it's, it. It's kind of like, yeah, they, they have an AB and Bev equivalent over yeah. there. Got yes. it. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Actually, they, they even have tighter reins over the pubs oh, there. Oh, yeah. Okay. I actually have a couple friends that live over there, and actually, surprisingly, on Instagram, a lot of different people yeah. are from all over the world following you, so sure. I was just like, hey, where do I go? Where do I get the craft yeah. beer? And he sent me a whole list. So. That is strange. Like We've noticed a lot more, and honestly, we don't do that much on Instagram. We've noticed a way more like organic activity on Instagram oh, than any sure. other environment. I don't know why. Yeah. Like We don't put a lot of work into it, but like we put up one post, and it'll get you know 500 likes. I just put a couple of hashtags. I'm like, <laughs> I don't understand this. You have... So one thing about Instagram, it's personal. So you yeah. have faces. Right. True. With yeah. the beer. Like this. This is very personal. You're videotaping. Right. They can all see us. It's just not like talking. So right. this is going to get a lot more, not views, but a lot more action than something sure. else. Now, like, for example, I can post a picture of a beer. It'll get like 300 likes. Right. If I post a picture of me, it's like 1,000. <laughs> like, but it has to be with a beer, of course. You yeah. Know? But it's just, right, right. It's, it's all about personal life and like them to see your face and all Daddy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, you just would have been featuring the food. That's all right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> My dad just wanted to get in real quick. <laughs> yeah, Twitter's more of a fire hose, it yeah. seems. And like, I even find myself a lot of days, I'm like 600 tweets behind. I'm just like, boom, all the way to the top. I can't read all this. Right. But, you know, Instagram, it's. I don't read them. <laughs> <laughs> I do read the ones that are like with me. Yeah. For sure, and anybody that's responding to me, and I try to stay engaged with my followers. Yeah. Um, but I know that sounds crazy, but it's just like there's so many things that you can be looking at, and it is like I'm gonna tweet, hey, I'm here. I'm gonna Insta story, hey, yeah. I'm here. I'm not gonna post on Instagram constantly what I'm doing every single second of the day. Right. Right. So it is for sure. Yeah. So I know we we mentioned the big behemoth of ABN Bev, um, and so. We had a question around that too. Does does something being bought up like a Goose Island or Lagunitas or somebody else being bought by AB Bev, does that make you want to shy away from talking about them like on the Carbock blog at all? Or, uh, does that have an effect? You know, I have some mixed views on that because I hear it from this side and like the craft side and what mm-hmm. they say. Right. And um, I kind of, I mean, I, I, I'm kind of biased, but I still yeah. am going to drink it. I mean, I'm not going to not partake in good beer because it's still really well-made beer. They haven't messed with any of the um, the ingredients or how to make it. So I'm still going to drink it, but I do kind of shy away from it because the people on yeah. the interwebs really don't love it. And we've talked about that. In the past, we've been defenders of, oh, if it keeps the same, who, who really cares? Yes. It's been, But it started to change because it seems like especially InBev, is buying up a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And they even bought up Rate Beer, which is an rate, independent rating site. Yeah, I saw that. So if they yeah. do that, you know, it's what like kind of effect are they going to have there? You know, And that's, that's really bad, so I think. Someone brought something up to me, and AB InBev is going to have, like when, you look, when you're looking at Tom Thumb, they're going to have all theirs in your line of sight right. because they're paying for that spot, and they're going to go quicker. Now, if you're going to try to look for something else, you have to reach up or look down. And so it's like simple things like that that's kind of messed up. It's like yeah, we've talked to the distributor, uh, local brewers about that and their distribution and saying how big their their network is, and they put it all in your line of sight. Like you said, it's like the Malcolm Gladwell books. Was it not Freakonomics, but it was another one where he talked about marketing, where 
when they were trying to promote kids' cereals, they would obviously put a, the sugary ones at the, your Golden Grams, your Captain Crunch, at the kids' height, at right. a, you know, eight-year-old's height. They're like, I want to yeah. yeah, and then all the Sorry, you know kids, fiber and bran cereals. Don't like me all the time. Yeah. No, I understand. <laughs> the fiber and bran cereals were at the very top, so the you know the adults can yeah so try you, to reach it. Maybe yeah, go get your grape nuts and right. <laughs> Ooh, kashi, yummy. No, <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, yay, kashi. <laughs> I love kashi, but <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's fine. No, it's so it's it's so it's kind of. I mean, I am going to shy away a little bit now. Not all the way because yeah, they right. still make good beer. Goose Island does make really good beer. I have Bourbon County at home. Absolutely, me too. A you get lot the sense, of it because it's delicious. Yeah, and you get the sense that the people that are making the beer really care about the beer. They still, do. they still care about it. They and do. so, in some ways, yeah. I do feel bad for them because they didn't make the decision to sell no. the brewery. Yeah, and we got that impression talking to them. You know, when yeah. they came through and we hosted that event and yeah, just talking about how they still love the beer. Yeah, exactly. And you know, talking about well, we wouldn't be able to do this kind of tour if we didn't have yeah. the in-bed money and that kind of. Which I understand. You know? And it's interesting. It's like now you have to think about yourself. Like if I opened a brewery, are you going to go in it for making that thirty million dollars at the end? Who wouldn't take? I mean, come on. Exactly. Yeah, I, I would. But then some people are going to be like, "No, it's my baby." Yeah. Sure. So and if, I have both hearts. There. If InBev wants to buy the podcast, we've already talked about. <laughs> yeah. We're good with 30 it. Thirty million dollars. Yes. Come to ABMBevcast. Right. I don't blame you. I mean, there's nothing. I understand it. I mean, you're, nobody's in the in the business to lose money. So mm-hmm. I know, if you it's, have it's a chance, a scary thing. Yeah, when, especially when you want to expand and you face the precipice of taking out loans or getting outside investors to possibly invest, and you have to give over shares, so many shares to them. I mean, that's a scary prospect. Well, I think a great example is going back to one of our Michael Petticolis interviews where he, mm-hmm. I mean, he's obviously a big defender of local craft oh, beer. Sure. That's his thing. Yeah. And, um, He's actually but, a lawyer. So. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Exactly. It makes perfect sense. It. Right, yeah. Literally defends literally it. Literally defends yeah. it. <laughs> right. But, you know, he, he he told us in the interview, too, he goes, oh, I mean, if they back the truck up with $20 million, I'd definitely consider it and probably do it. Yeah. You know, I, I understand. It's, it's hard at it's some so, level to yeah. just say, no, I'm just going to be... I feel like maybe Dogfish would never do that, but I feel like a lot of people... But he's also in a better position to resist Yeah, that. you're right. Yeah, he's, he's a mega he's a mega craft. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's yeah, a mega yeah. craft brewer. He can but. afford to resist. Right, exactly. exactly. I mean, it's the same thing with Stone. Stone can afford to resist. They can afford... St. Arnold, yeah. St. Arnold, St. Arnold yeah. resisted, too. I mean, I know they're not national, but like yeah. they are definitely huge here in Texas. Sierra Nevada like, could do no. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's, there's definitely several that could. Which but. is what I like about Stone, is that they're taking yeah. that ability to resist and then turning around and reinvesting... And the smaller guys mm-hmm. to help keep them afloat without having to sell out. If they yeah. want to expand without selling out, in theory, if they're, if they're a certain point in production, they can get investment from um, from Stone's investment group. I forgot the name wow. of it, but no, I yeah. mean that's great. They're to actually see. going international too. They just, yeah, they went like, to built in Germany. Yeah, they opened up in Germany. Amazing. Yeah, that's which so is, cool. I was looking cool. at the jobs for over there, but you yeah. don't speak German. Yeah. So advantage. No speaking to Deutsch. Yeah. I'm <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Did big disadvantage. I know. Yeah. So do you? Uh, how hard is it to keep the blog going? Because I know for, we try to do this weekly, and that's hard um, enough. So but I'm, text is even harder because you have to edit and you know write actual words rather than just <laughs> right. vomiting out like we do. I'm really hard. Or not sorry, I'm really hard. I'm really bad about updating the blog. It's actually been a little while, yeah, which stinks. And I need to. Usually, it comes up with events or something like that. Right. And it's weird because I've pulled all most of my focus onto Instagram, which is interesting because it's kind of like where everybody is. It's really hard to have a blog and it, yeah, it is hard to write and yeah. edit and all of that kind of stuff. Now like during North Texas Beer Week when it comes to town, I'm going to be writing every single night, but I'm like leaving it blank for so long or I'm going to talk about Europe whenever I go, but right. it's True. very in between, but I mean Instagram is just like this monster that took over. And I love it, and so I feed a lot of those followers for sure. Do you find you getting more followers as a result of that? Because even though Instagram is still like somewhat like Twitter, it's more of a disposable. It's more disposable content. Yeah. Than that hard content like writing a blog and having Google pick you up. I mean, I guess you're finding more organic followers just through the activity yes. of however Instagram their algorithm to show you the latest whatever. So if I were to put on Instagram and you have a new blog post, yeah. I'm going to get a lot more action. Or um, even on Facebook, I'm trying to like make all the social media sites so then they would be able to go check out that. So yes, um, Instagram is growing exponentially. Right. Just because I post about beer and I talk about a little bit about it, which right. is great. And luckily, you can just save all of that. But yeah, it does fizzle out. I mean, yeah. the, the the likes go away after a little while, but. 
I definitely see a bigger turnaround and like action. Okay. See, the biggest problem I have with I yeah, think the best. yeah, interaction. Yeah, the biggest problem I have with that is um, if you want to post a link to something, the links aren't clickable on Instagram. You have to put it up on top. Really? So in your bio, you can change it up. Oh, I didn't really do that. Little, little Graham talk. Social media expert. Um, so if you wanted to change it, like, so my link to my YouTube channel is up top in yeah. my thing. You can only put one link. Okay. You can put other ones on there, and they can change it around. But I put my link to my YouTube to easy click. Now, if you want to change it, you can be like, hey, link in bio. Yeah, okay. You can delete it, put it in, be good to go. I always try to put in, like, easily memorable URLs. Like, right. Right. Uh, net slash episode number or something yeah, like right. that. Sure. But I, I don't know. Totally I don't know. Ch- all right, show me all the tricks. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> I got you. So, what's been your biggest achievement so far in, in doing blogging and Instagramming and all that? Oh gosh, that's uh, my tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> I know I paid for that, but I, this is my tattoo. Um, I think there's some achievements that are in play right now yeah. that are going to be pretty cool. Um, probably collaboration here at Entrance. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> um, it's in the works so I really want to get like a beer out there that's bearded lady take on beer um, we're also I know this is like really random I'm just thinking of different things I wanted to put hops into um, a beauty line I know that sounds really strange but for no, women not, not really. can, hops have like actually a really really good yeah. antioxidant effect on your body if yeah. you're going to put it in lotion or make a tea sure. out of it Barley also, I'm not pregnant at all, but I mean, barley also helps with milk production for females. So there's a lot of things that are in beer and hops that really are good for, so that's another thing that I was thinking about, and I know somebody that can kind of help me out with that, but my big, I guess the coolest thing is someone being like, the bearded lady, and I'm like, (laughs) ah, hi! (laughs) That's yeah, it's weird. Right. It's it's weird running into fans. No, out, it's out just like, about, oh my god! Yeah. I'm like it's just geeking out as much as they are. Right, like, exactly. You're like you're cooler than me. <laughs> right. it, it is a weird moment though. Yeah. Like, I would admit the first time that I think we we're a community one day with the Dallas Brew Bus, and I wasn't even wearing one of our shirts, and somebody yeah. recognized. And then last week he was at Bishop Cider, and two people. Yeah, a couple fans. Awesome. It was like, yeah. this is yeah, so it's, it's, so weird. Yeah, it's, it's so random and weird. I know, it's like, yeah. you're like, <laughs> You like turn yeah. into the awkward version of yourself, and you're like, ah. yeah. you know what I mean? Like you're just like, oh yeah. Don't judge ah. me with this interaction. Still go go listen I, to the podcast. I'm still like the podcast person, but just like I'm really awkward. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Real life, I'm really awkward. Yeah. 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 Turn I'm not awesome. in my format here, my comfort zone. Ah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, we've been doing yeah. podcasting since 2006. Ish on wow. another, you know, it's not all beer. Another show, and not just yeah. this show, oh, okay. but like, no, another no. show. And this one, and it's like, yeah, we've never gotten any recognition. Not, I mean, not that we're in it for the recognition, but it's, it, you are a little bit. It, Come on. But it's something that, like, all right, people are actually listening to this thing, you know. And it's nice to know that. Yeah, and that's why it's, it's nice to get. That's the good back. part of it. Yeah, yeah. that's why you nerd out when they like know you because you're just like, no, you're way cooler because you're actually yeah. looking at my stuff. <laughs> you actually give a crap about yeah, what I said. I appreciate that. Yeah, I didn't know anyone would. Yeah, yeah, or when people reach out randomly i mean it's nice it's nice to hear i mean i know this is all real inside baseball for everybody who doesn't podcast or yes. blog but Man. it's <laughs> nice it's nice to get a little feedback especially when you're in i think people can understand it though yeah, even if they don't yeah. do it i'm just yeah. saying when you're especially when you're on the work i guess the critical side of one industry like if you're a food reviewer like if you're daniel vaughn for barbecue or anybody or you know uh the beer advocate guys or something like that you'd be on the other side right generally people are recognized for their craft of making the food making the beer and so actually, advocacy. on the other side, they get recognized we're, because you've we're crafting reviews and information. Yeah, I, yeah. you know what I'm saying. It's Entertainment. It's just yeah, different. we're advocating all of the stuff that they're doing. Exactly. So yeah. So what keeps you going? Because I'm sure some days is it a slog to keep going? I mean, I know it's a slog for us sometimes. It's. Uh, I guess. <laughs> I know it's a hard question. It is. I know it's like sometimes like I don't. I know this sounds crazy, but some days I'm like I shouldn't drink beer today. It's probably a good idea not to drink it to because detox. I've been. Yeah, I know. It's just like oh, and sometimes you get you get tired of the alcohol. I never get tired of the taste of beer. Sure, I always crave it, but I definitely get tired of the effects of it. Um, that's the only sure. thing. I, one thing about being a, a girl and like the Instagram, I have to put makeup on. Yeah, and I have to do my hair and all of those kind of stuff. Cute, cute outfit. All of those things that I had to think about today coming yeah. here. 
That's another yeah, thing. Our outfits are not cute, for sure. <laughs> you look fantastic. <laughs> um, I love your shirt, and I love your oh, shirt. Oh, there we go. You know. So they are you. Doing our whole tested. product line. So, yeah, exactly. I mean, we are good. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right. Cover everything. Exactly. And kind of on that front, um, as a woman in kind of a more male-dominated industry, I would say, in general, have you had any pushback or issues around that at all, or mm. has it been pretty smooth sailing for you? So in the beginning, for sure, because um, I think a lot of people take in that my um, Instagram is that I don't drink the beer and, like, actually taste anything from it. And I talk about it, but I do. I'm like, oh, this one has hints of honey, like the hibiscus wit. It's delicious. Um, I love wit beer, but they put a 7% alcohol. I mean, I can tell you what I taste. And Sure. Honestly, females have a better palate than y'all. <laughs> so we actually can taste a lot more sure. than y'all can. And well, it's, it's an evolutionary function. Right. It is. Yeah. It is. And so I'm sure we had to just, like, try things before. The, I don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> this is like, but I definitely, you know, they're like, oh, yeah, it's so great that you actually drink the beer. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> why, I don't. Uh, why wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. I don't know what to say about that. Um, I mean, there's, like, great people like Georgina from Petacolis. I mean, she is a hoss. She went in there, and she's a she's a police officer, and she decided to beef out and be like, you know what, I'm going to throw kegs around. I'm going to do all this. So it is a really exciting time for women in the craft beer world. Yeah, it seems to be getting a lot better. It is. I'm just thinking of the early days. It was, no, it was really bro-dominated, and well, it seems yeah, like it's, it's, it's evolving. They were, were yays instead of Cicerones. And right, yeah. we are more of the wine drinkers. I can't drink. I don't like wine. I like mm-hmm. beer. And so it's a very interesting... I love talking about this. Like, sure, I, yeah. I just watched Wonder Woman not too long ago, so I'm like, <laughs> yes, beer. <laughs> Wonder Woman beer. Yeah. But like, I mean... It's amazing to watch everything grow for the females in craft beer because we we can come up with great ideas with brewing. We can come up with, or not come up with, but taste a little bit better. And we can do a lot of things that I think were hidden for a long time. And so now oh, yeah. now that we're coming to foresight, I think it's great. No, it is. I'm, I'm glad it's moving that way. It's a, yeah, it's not, oh, yeah, a little ridiculous it was the other way, but I mean, that's, that's hey. how things go. Unfortunately, oriented field. So. Uh, for, yeah, well, speak, the rocket. Speaking <laughs> of that, so I mean, we we can only speak so much towards this, but I guess it was a year. I guess it's been almost a year ago now. There was a big article about the sexist nature of a lot of beer labels, and obviously in Dallas, we saw that a lot of blowback for um, Deep Ellum's Blonde, Blonde. Oh, for yeah. goes down easy. So, how do you feel about the quote unquote sexist beer labels? I mean, what what are your thoughts being a woman? I think sexuality is amazing. And I think if you have boobs, flaunt them. <laughs> I think that if you, we, women are beautiful in nature. Right. And I think that just because it's a little, hey, go down, goes, goes down easy, sex sells. Sex sells. Yeah. And we have that advantage above y'all. Yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of my take on I mean, this. It's, I don't think it's... So you don't get offended by the labels? I don't. I don't. And I don't think that, like, a true... I don't even want to say that. <laughs> like, I think that a true female would be like, hey, you know what? That's a pretty lady. Yeah. I go well, towards well, the labels that have girls on them. But what about, like, Flying Dog's Raging Bitch? I, I drink it, and it's delicious. Okay. But you don't get offended by the no, label? I don't. Me personally, I don't get offended by the label. I guess I can see both sides of it. Yeah. I mean, I can see why some people would get offended. I can definitely see why people would get offended, but... Okay, so I'm going to say it. <laughs> a true nature of feminism is to have equality. Right. It's not because, like, these random random things that are like, oh, that's just too much boob. Yeah. Oh, that girl has a low-cut shirt. She's trying to show off. No, it's like, yeah. you're going to burn your bras, and then you're going <laughs> to... Wear a low cut shirt, so it's just kind of one of those yeah. things. It's a weird balance. Right. So I'm not offended by any of it, but I do stand up a lot for women as well. Uh, so. our, our generic male take has been generally <laughs> that uh, intent has a lot to do with it too. If it's supposed to be kind of just a random joke or whatever, it's maybe not as big of a deal. But some of them just on occasion seem a little ridiculous. But you know, like the Dallas Blonde thing, I feel like it's a little lighter. Like there was oh, one, I love you know, that. yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah, it's not really that big of a deal. Easy. Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> Well, plus, I mean, a blonde could be a guy. Even though it's a picture of a, of a lady in the yeah. cover, it could be a guy as well. That's true. <laughs> but there was, a, true. there was like, one can. I remember we talked about last year that had an explicit reference to 
a roofie or something like that, or Spanish Fly. And I was like, that was around the course when the Bill Cosby, uh, when all those allegations first came out, at least in modern times. So I can understand that would be a little more sensitive at the time. I feel like that's way different than the Dallas Blonde slogan. Yes, absolutely. So when it goes to like... (laughs) Rape culture. Exactly, yeah. Let's, yeah. let's leave that alone. Yeah. Yeah. Let's leave rape culture alone. Yeah. <laughs> right. But, but you know, Dallas Blonde, they should maybe get a handsome-looking guy to be on the cover, you know, like just have some, alternate cans. Some blonde guys go down easy, too, so I mean, yeah. hey, exactly. you never know. <laughs> that's true. So how do you feel about... They probably go down more easy than the girls do. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably true. That's probably true. Oh, sorry. No, no that's fine. I'm, I'm enjoying this conversation. It's way outside the bounds that we normally get with oh, brewers. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, well, see, are... I'm like a cusser and a dirty... <laughs> oh, I'm like outrageously vulgar, so... That's that's fine with us. Uh, we, we tend to bleep things out because we're on iHeartRadio, so we have to, like... If you don't bleep things out, it's okay. You can. Bleep, I'll just bleep, bleep it out. Yeah. Bleep, 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 bleep. I'm it's, kidding. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I have to go back and always be careful. Although I find myself frequently, like, I'll be listening because I'm listening a lot of times while I'm working. I'm editing while I'm working. Mm. So I'll miss some once in a while, but yeah. it doesn't bother me. It's just right, the restrictions down. of the platforms we're on, unfortunately. So, uh, we f- so you're now a, what do you call it, a correspondent for our friends over at Liquid Lunch. Yeah. Yeah. So tell us about that. How did that happen? Kind of the same way it happened with you. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> They chatted me up on Instagram, and they were like, we'd love for you to be a part of our Dallas Correspondence. And um, I was like, I'd love to do that. And then all of a sudden, I had to do, I didn't get it, but I did the, like, World of Beer stuff. So my flight was packed. Right. And I'll tell you when you ask, but um, I ended up, like, talking back, or getting back to them, and um, talking about how we should totally do it and it just happened so i mean i love it because it's kind of what i guess i kind of took over my blogging because i used to try to say what's happening right i mean what what, there's a festival this weekend where are you gonna what are you gonna do yeah i mean this is how you fest or um so it kind of took over a little bit and i really enjoy it because they have really funny puns, and that's, like, my favorite thing. Yeah. Like, Hopsa La Vista, come on. Like, yeah. one of my shirts is going to say, like, I'd tap that. Like, I mean, it's just, like, funny <laughs> yeah. things. That, sure, yeah. Like, you yeah. know, it's just funny stuff. I mean, like, my logo has, I like talking about the female things. Yeah. She has cleaved. <laughs> and I was not going to leave that out yeah. because I sure. like boobs. And you know what? <laughs> you need to have an awesome and, like, sex sauce, like I was saying. So, yeah. It's true. I love Liquid Lunch, though. They are awesome. And I actually call in every once in a while on Thursdays for their Liquid Lunch podcast. Right. So I've been on it a couple of times. I'm going to try to do... It seems like I always video. have a meeting when that show's going on. It's like a mean to listen to and the next something will come up. I'm like, they Well, they record it, so... Yeah. Yeah, we were on it once uh, a few months ago. Mm. Yeah. Had unfortunate uh, audio problems on both sides. <laughs> oh, my gosh, yeah. oh, no. It ended, up, it ended up sounding terrible, but it was, it was a fun experience. It was hey, you really know, nice guys. That's when some... That's like... like ugh. That's something amazing about all of this. It's really raw, and that's yeah. what I love about it. Right. Um, the rawness of all of the video that you do. And, I mean, this is an amazing thing. I didn't even know it existed. I know videographers that are really raw, and I like yeah. that. Like, I don't like the uh, commercialized, like, yeah. like, just, you know, I like really of the raw, the people around you. You know them. And so right. that's an amazing thing that we get to take advantage of. And I would recommend Josh's... Uh the other podcast, Interbrews, is really good. Ooh. Uh, his, the Josh who does is the host of Liquid, Liquid Lunch. Lunch. Yeah, his Interbrews podcast, he just did one with St. Arnold, actually. Yeah, I saw his that. 100th episode, even though he's done, I think, 140 episodes. Oh, God. He went back and did episode 100 for St. Arnold. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is because it's your birthday. Yeah. It's only because it's your birthday. Yeah. <laughs> he's been saving it just to get St. Arnold on 100, but. Oh, that's kind of um, funny. So tell me about the World Beer Company uh, thing. So actually, I, the way w- we met was just accidental. We were we went into World Beer Company in their last day, and we wanted to record an episode from there and get beer. Well, we stood in line for I don't know so twenty minutes. I think the, those are different companies. Oh, uh, so the World of Beer Bottle Shop. World of Beer. I'm sorry, that's what I was saying. Not World um, Beer Company. I think it like I think it's World Beer Company for the bottle shop, and then the World of Beer. <laughs> So I confusing. know you're okay because I had I had to look that up. I <laughs> yeah. actually had to look that up because I was like, "Is this the world of beer? Yeah. Like they're closing down their bottle shop?" And then I realized that it was okay. It's a Dallas company, right? The so. Greenville bottle bottle shop. Was, no, 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 yeah, yeah, no, no. And I was just like, I had no idea. Um, now that when we met, that was yeah, a show. yeah. That was that was that was cluster. outrageous. Yeah, I mean, oh yeah, it was ridiculous. We were sitting in line for was, twenty minutes and bailed. Yeah, he he was like, "Oh no, I met you," and I'm like. 
really? And then I like looked at him front's face and I was just like, oh yeah. <laughs> the guys I'm in the so, corner. I'm so <laughs> sorry because I probably chatted. Like I, I just realized who you were and I chatted yeah. with y'all with the baby yeah. for a long time. But like when I was there, I was like so anxious. It was, yeah, it was so crowded. The whole entire <laughs> yeah. time. I was like, yeah, it was so crowded. I hate everybody in here right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. And then, yeah. So a that ba- was. You had an arm full of baby and a stroller full of beer. I, that was, I loved it because beer is my baby, and that was not my baby. So <laughs> I love him, too. But. So, the, okay, then the World is it the world Beer Co-Intern, was Drink It? Was it yeah, World Beer Co-Intern. So um, that was a lot of fun. They ended up going with an amazing Dallas girl. Right. Um, I worked my hardest to get there. They called me, and they were like, you did fantastic. Thank you so much. Yeah. It was awesome. I was bummed that I didn't get it, of course. But I think, honestly, it is the best thing because I realized what I can do in a weekend. Each time they gave me a project, I did it, finished it, done. Right. Recorded something that I'd never tried before, an interview, and then edited it, done. I mean, all of those things I was able to learn so much from. Yeah. And I was like, yes, I'm going to get it, I'm going to get it, but... And what would have been the, the prize at the end? I, I didn't read all the details. You paid $12,000 to travel the world okay. for beer. Oh, well. Nice. So, I mean, that would have been really cool. But yeah. at the same time, I have this brand that I'm promoting, and it's me and the, the bearded lady and everything. If I would have done that, I would have had to focus on World of Beer. And so, sure. to be honest, I think it's a blessing in disguise that I learned so much about it. But then all of a sudden... Yeah. I mean, I was bummed. Oh, God, I was bummed. A lot of people were bummed, actually. So it was a variety of, like, you had to get likes, and you had to put, do these little projects. So what, what do you think came down? What was the ultimate selection between you and this other person? Mm, videography. Okay. So I really think that it... Um, I don't want to make any guesses. They just went with another direction. Right. And um, I looked up a few of the other people that had gotten it and some people don't have as many followers and some people so there's just kind of a variance that I think they wanted to go through right and this time they picked two girls which is awesome yeah um, and then there's a couple boys that are teamed up I think <laughs> I know right I don't know yeah there was a team of two guys I remember there is yeah, yeah. so that one's pretty cool I don't know really what made them decide something different and maybe it was conflict of interest because yeah. I do have this brand that I'm working on and it is the bearded lady is that, is that a yearly thing where you can try again I, I don't think so, because actually one of the wonderful people um, that is on Instagram as well, and she, like I talked to her as well, is Crafty Beer Maven, mm. and she's got a lot of followers as well, and she does a lot of, of beer things. She um, tried out twice and didn't get it. Yeah. So I think that it's going to be okay. Like, I'm not yeah. going to, I'm probably not going to. I can, I'm enjoying this better than what I would do over there, because I'm right here in Dallas. Right. And I'm talking to y'all. <laughs> so, to be honest, I think this is a better situation for me personally. Right. Yeah, I mean, that makes I'd sense. love to. I mean, I'd love to oh, get sure. paid for that, but... It'd be a great opportunity, yeah. yeah sure. I'm sure you'd learn a ton, but I, I can also understand sure. that conversely, like, you kind of get to nev- or carve your own path. And, you exactly. Know. And I think that's... It's all about, right now, it is all about um, being the individual. So, right. really, it's probably the best way to go. Yeah. Even for Crafty Beer Maven. Yeah. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> So back to the kind of the Dallas scene in general. Do you feel like it's starting to get saturated here at all, or do you just feel like the more and more good beer that people make, the more and more content we have, the people in our industry, and it's just a good thing to keep it going? I think it's on its way to get saturated, but I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. So right now, I think it's at its perfect spot um, with the amount of suburban breweries mm-hmm. and. Dallas breweries and there's a few opening in Denton oh, so yeah, I think that's true. like yeah. really a good amount right now but I know where it's going to go because Colorado had this Alaska had it I mean those are great states but you go up there and one thing about breweries like you go up there you go to the you go to the best breweries that you want but then if no matter what town you're in you can go to a brewery and yeah. that makes it amazing it's all about community the beer culture and the beer scene is all about coming somewhere or going somewhere drinking beer with your friends and enjoying your day yeah that's kind of what Wim Benz was saying in our 100th episode is people start to go back to the your neighborhood and the beer that you you know beer for the neighborhood where you are and that kind of stuff I feel like maybe the personally I think maybe the big production brewery phase is starting to wind down and it's going to be a lot more 
little brew pubs yeah. and areas and say, yeah, I like, serve this neighborhood and this neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I and think it's fantastic. I think it's a way. good thing. Maybe more, maybe more Portland esque or something. I yeah. don't know exactly how to say I it, mean, but we yeah, we have our big dogs here for sure. Sure, yeah. I mean, intrinsic honest way to be a big dog for sure. But I mean, like Lakewood. Um, I know I always say Lakewood, but they're just one of my favorites. <laughs> Petticoles is my like really one of my favorites as well. Um, Community. Those are some big dogs. Uh, I love Devellum. Brain dead. I mean, those are our big boys here right now. I know Franconia right. and like everybody yeah. else is like delicious too, but those are the ones that are kind of in the forefront that I think. Yeah, I think they have more unique options. You know, Franconia's got that style yeah. and they, they, they cover that area, but yeah. But places like Intrinsic and Brain Dead, being smaller operations, they have a little more freedom with which to work. Oh, yeah, and absolutely. A lot of these yeah. Bigger breweries like Liquid, I mean, for them to pivot to a different style is a big deal. That's a big investment in money. Uh, not that they don't have piling systems, as they do, and I'm sure they still experiment, but here they have a little more freedom to just toss something on a tap yeah. and say, how to, you know, amazing. they go through one keg and they're done. But, you yeah. know, maybe it doesn't, maybe it's success, maybe it isn't, but they have a little more freedom to be flexible, yeah. you know, and, and try and, new things. And they're playing with the uh, special releases, which yeah. is really good because I know we have some competition up in the Northeast. Right. Um, excuse me. And so that's really cool that they're doing brewery-only releases on these great IPAs. So, I mean, I think that's awesome that we're trying that down here, too. Yeah. The line was out of the out the door when I came out here. They sold out before yeah. I got here. I, I tried Can't Stop This, and I got one can. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. But, I mean, I was able to enjoy it as well. So. Yeah, and... I think it's a good thing. I, I think there's nothing better than more experimentation. And I know we talked about this many times, but Portland's Holiday Ale Festival, where they bring out the firkins of random beers they've made, wild things. I think it's only it only makes the scene better. It does. Oh, yeah. And I, I think it's a good thing. I think we could focus more on that. And I think it would be a better better thing for our local industry, at least. I totally agree. Totally agree. Maybe if we didn't have the most oppressive beer scene in the whole country, that, that would yeah. help out a little bit, you know. <laughs> No, no, another one of those state know, right? state of Texas law things oh, that we were talking that about law. earlier. <laughs> Maybe Beerland will actually come here next season then. I know, <laughs> yeah. right? That law, though. Right, so, yeah. I can only sign a petition, but... Before we get to the uh, lighting round, do you have anything else you want to add? Anything you want to promote? Uh, Besides the beardedladyblog.com? With a two E's, not an E-A. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. The beard. If you search for the bearded lady, you'll get a lot of articles about... Jennifer Miller, the bearded lady. Interesting. Yeah, an actual bearded lady. Competing oh, Jennifer. Actually, actually bearded, like a real bearded. That it's yeah. Because then the Google would be like, "Did you did you really mean the bearded with two e's?" Oh, but it, yeah, the top bearded ladies. Apparently, her name is also Jennifer. Interesting. Yeah. That's really funny. I love that. That's pretty cool. Actually, so maybe you have, have a, contact with her. Yeah, you could have a beer off with two bearded ladies. <laughs> yeah, it's like the beer and the beard. The beer and the beard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you guys should cross think, promote for I sure. It's, I, it's set up to do it. We should do this. This is awesome. No, I think that. That's pretty, you pretty much covered it. I mean, any Texas brewery is delicious, yeah. of course. I'm mean, always promote that. <laughs> but, no. All right. Well, let's get to the lightning round then. So, lightning round, what is that? Oh, my God, I'm scared. Uh, so it's not really that fast, actually. Yeah, it, okay. It's short questions. Don't necessarily have to be short so answers. So I just need to, like, say, okay, I was like, one word? Yeah, so yeah, no, it's, it's not like a timer and you like an hit a button or anything. Like yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So I think you covered it. What was your first beer? Was the Shiner Black or the Shiner Bach? Shiner Black. Shiner Black. I mean, before that, I was like Keystone, but, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That was your first craft beer, right? Yes. First craft beer. What was your very first beer? Just some generic Bud Light or something along those yeah. lines? Keystone, Bud Light, Natty Light. I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah. Something on the beer pong table. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> do you have a favorite Texas beer that you want to oh, specify gosh. or is it too hard There's, to do? That's a really hard question. Um, Maybe a style that you prefer? We could even narrow it that way. I mean, this hibiscus wit. I'm a very seasonal person. So right mm-hmm. now this hibiscus wit is delicious. Sure. And I love intrinsic, and so this intrinsic <laughs> biscuit wit is super friggin' tasty. And I'm all done by it with it. I'm just kidding. Lightning round, right? We're right. Uh, no, it's like, like, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Go ahead, Mark. So do you find that beer is more art or more science? Brewing is more art or more science? Oh. I'm actually a scientist at heart, so I think it's a lot of science, but you get to yeah, I think it's science because you have to make sure the yeast cultures are okay, make sure right. they're happy. Um, if you're going to do bacteria cultures for souring, then you have to make those are, make sure those are okay. You really have to make sure the whole entire process is clean cut. Right. Um, so, yeah, you can't just, like, paint things. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it is artistic in the way that you can add stuff and make things um, taste different. Yeah. So that's artistic in its way, but still it goes down to a science of, like, what is this flavor? So science for sure. 
That was uh, a long answer, sorry. No, that's fine. That's perfectly fine. <laughs> um, I guess we will narrow down one style and ask you a specific about it. Would you rather have a dank West Coast IPA or a hazy East Coast IPA? Right now, hazy East Coast. Juicy. Fair enough. <laughs> so, I didn't hear you say he's East Coast, East Coast yeah. Coast. yeah. Juicy. Following those fashion trends. That, yeah. That's the fail know. of this setup is hearing the answers yeah. the other way. I'm sorry. I was told not to. No, no, it's not your fault. So. I'll do it this way. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess lastly, if you're going to give anybody advice who wants to do what you're doing, do you have any anything you want to tell them to do or not it's to do? It's okay. Oh, no problem. He totally wanted it. He wanted to be in it. It's all good. It's all right. <laughs> um, any advice for doing what I want to do? <laughs> <laughs> Any advice that I want to do, or sorry, any advice? Some you give someone starting do. up a blog and trying yeah. to get into the same area. Things not yeah. to do, maybe things to do. Really, it's just do it. I mean, just get out there, write, post pictures. I drink the beer. Apparently, there's people out there that aren't drinking this beer, so drink the beer, enjoy yourself. Have fun. Yeah. Have fun with it. It's so lame to do a beer blog and not drink the beer. No, right? I know, right? (laughs) Like, have fun like we are here. Right. This is a great, fantastic time. I'm probably going to have one more beer after this. I shouldn't, but I'm going to. (laughs) Get your parents. Fair enough. I know, right? Yeah. You're set. Everything's fine. (laughs) All right. Well, Jennifer, the bearded lady, two E's, thebeardedladyblog.com. Yes. Uh, you can check out the other bearded lady that's Jennifer if you yeah, want, but yes. that's not that's not the point today. That's fun. Yeah. And then Instagram, of course. Uh, I assume all your social links are on your blog. Yeah, they are. Yeah, easy they to are. find. All, easy. all your handles are a little bit different, right? They Depending are because the I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> I'm not Fair gonna enough. lie. I was just like, this sounds fun. Yeah. <laughs> and then I just did it differently. I, I li- know what you're like. Make them all the same. That's yeah. a good piece of advice. Make that's, them all the same because I had no idea what I was doing. That was something we it. learned. Yeah, we've tried. Yeah, yeah, we've tried to get it. I think we're brew bloods on just about everything except emails. So. Yeah, yeah. I just I somebody mean, I had just, a brew bloods email address already. Like, like, no come sense. on. So like maybe they're like really into the beer too. Yeah, so. apparently. Oh, and somebody has and, brew and beer and puns. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. Beer and puns. <laughs> yeah, puns are the best. All right. Well, thanks for listening to the show. Thanks for all your support. Um, if you wouldn't mind, leave us review on iTunes. We'd really appreciate it. Uh, it doesn't necessarily help you, but it does help us. Um, most of all, if you have a friend that enjoys podcasts. Probably doesn't help them at all, but it definitely enjoys, helps us. Enjoys <laughs> beer. If you have a friend, just uh, tell your friends about us. We'd appreciate it. And you can check us out on all the social networks for Blue Bloods and everything. Uh, Tumblr, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, even though I'd never use Snapchat. And yes. if, you, if you have any feedback on the show, just go to reddit.com slash r slash brewbloods. Email us at brewbloodshow at gmail.com. Or call us at 469-573-BEER. The more fans we can get to Reddit, the better. Three, three, seven. Yes. To counter out the negativity yes. from randos. The hate. Yes. The hate. Yes. That would be let's, amazing. Let's get some good fans <laughs> there. fans. You need, yes. to, you need to do it. You need to do Please. it. Please. All right. For Dustin and Mark. <laughs> Mark and Dustin. Probes. Hey, for Jennifer. I'm Mark and Dustin. <laughs> oh, yeah. Probes. Jennifer. Yes. Cheers. I don't know why I cheers the mic. <laughs> <laughs>